Is COVID-19 that much of a threat to our South African restaurants? Well, Randolph, good evening and welcome to Market of a Night Hazard. Yes, hey, Hazard. Um, thanks for having me. And hello to South Africa, everybody listening in. So, Randolph, here we are in the state of disaster. Personally, personally, you know, you know, just before we get into the conversation, what are your thoughts around this matter? Would you say it was a wise call, you know, or looking at the fact that you know, we do in a way handle COVID-19. The government has it under control. And I think, you know, South Africans are starting to react to it. Do you, would you say it was a wise call, just call it a state of disaster? Well, I fear it was a necessary call, you know, to contain the spread uh, of the uh, 60 or so, you know, uh, infected people, um, you know, to go into the wider masses. But I do honestly hope that uh, this will be sufficient to... Uh, uh, containers and uh, that we are now able to work along this and find a new normal for the next few weeks and to then hopefully realize uh, that we have contained it and that we are now able to relax the measurement. And now with the travel ban, um, since you do both national and international business, how, how does this affect you as, as a businessman? Um, it's a little bit too early to say that. Uh, I do know that my friends are working with travel businesses, with accommodation. They are very much screwed right now mm-hmm. because basically they, the only phone call they are getting is another round of cancellations. Um, while in the restaurant trade, we luckily have the support from our lo- loyal local patrons which we hope to, you know, uh, to be sufficient to keep us alive uh, during this extraordinary crisis. Now, in case you missed it, the New York Times on Saturday reported that Spain had become the second European country after Italy to impose strict limits on public life, telling, you know, everyone to stay indoors with few expectations. As cases soared nationwide, the authorities confirmed that the prime minister's wife had been infected in France, in fact, in France, Cafes, you know, restaurants central to the country's soul and social life were ordered closed along with most other non-essential businesses. What does this mean for South Africa? On a broader scale, I would believe, you know, you have more knowledge in terms of what's happening with the international market in terms of restaurant business and how they are benefiting. And that's if they are at all. Well, I mean, the only businesses that are currently benefiting in this situation are those that have a very strong delivery business. Um, because, uh, especially in the countries where you've got a complete lockdown, delivery services are still allowed to trade. And, um, I mean, everybody who takes social distancing now very, very serious, uh, will obviously try to stay from, uh, stay away from restaurants. Stay away from any kind of gatherings, uh, but stay home. And at home, it's only the delivery that can actually reach you. So, yes, some delivery businesses are doing very, very well. Um, locally, I just heard from a supermarket delivery company uh, that they, this morning they suddenly saw 400% more sales. But, yes, I think generally the industry is struggling. Uh, it's not looking good and uh, we all need to find ways to, you know, make it work. Now, do you think that there's a possibility that we as a country could be going down that direction? And the most important question, are we ready to shut down local business? Um, The question has to be, I mean, if we are forced to 
close the local businesses, um, is there any way to help these businesses? Because um, other in, in most European countries, there is now significant uh, financial help coming from the government. Um, and uh, in South Africa, I mean, yesterday we heard several uh, announced some kind of help, but it was very vague and it wasn't followed up, up with any details uh, today, to my knowledge. So um, overseas, we see significant help, uh, tax breaks, um, very, very cheap loans uh, being offered to the business, to struggling businesses. Locally, we have yet to see any of that. Um, although we know that there are businesses that are struggling big, big time already, and there is a risk of more businesses uh, struggling in a similar way. Now, before before I let you go, um, from what you've learned with the international market, what would you say is the best solution to not shutting down doors? And if you do keep the restaurant doors open, you know how can we as as consumers, how can we as clients work together with you in making sure that you know we we prevent this whole you know pandemic from getting into the restaurant at the end of the day? I think there's a very fairly simple best practice that we can learn from businesses overseas. So, and which we are practicing at their house, which is, uh, you know, we uh, widen the distance between the tables to usually two meters in between of them. Um, we, you know, have a very, very uh, rigid cleaning regime that we, uh, at the entrance and um, in between meals and uh, between the tables, we clean tables, we clean the kitchen, we and we remind every staff member to wash their hands, to wash their hands, and wash their hands again. And I think the customers need to understand, uh, without their loyalty and without their support, your local restaurant, your business uh, around the corner might soon not be around anymore. Um, because it's, you know, we 100% rely on the customers to support us. Um, without that support, uh, you know, there might be less or no employment going forward anymore. Uh, this is a significant employment uh, factor in our country. And, um, yeah, stopping, you know, stopping supporting your local businesses will mean... Uh, will have disastrous consequences for our society. Um, you are opening basically your hands, even though they have to be sanitized. You're open, <laughs> opening your hands to a whole lot of businesses um, to join you tomorrow at 3 p.m. And this is something that's been going buck wild on, on your social media pages. What is it? That is correct. Uh, I ideally would have liked to invite everybody to their house to you know sit together and find solutions. But given the current times, <laughs> It is more appropriate to keep it all virtually uh, in the online space. So, um, yeah, I just threw the idea around, you know, if there are other, other restaurant owners that are keen to have a brainstorming, uh, a session where we sit together and uh, virtually and discuss solutions for the time ahead, for the days and weeks ahead. And the feedback pattern was indeed overwhelming. So, um 
on thebeerhouse.co.za website. We will publish a link to a video conference that everybody can join. Um, we've got a few speakers from the industry, but in general, it really is about, I want to present, you know, my thoughts and my insights that I got from talking to people in Italy, in the US, in Germany, and locally to understand what options we have, how can we alleviate what is known by now. And we are not going to look into coronavirus as, you know, the, uh, the, the disease going around but how it affects our businesses. That is, um, you know, a spontaneous get-together in the online space, followed by uh, another similar conference um, on the 25th of this month. But tomorrow, CTM is all where it's going to start. First, wash your hands. Second, uh, be innovative. Focus on delivery. Focus on alternative revenue streams. Uh, third, be kind and understanding for, you know, we all have fears and go through moments in these times. And lastly, wash your hands.